I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. We got lives. You say this every time. I do, because I, I think, you know, we're storytellers. We talk about the life. Yes. We're not the news podcast like... No, we have no news. Trans... <laughs> oh, Transponder used to be, but now it's Transition Transmission has kind of taken over that gig. And we're not the topical talk show like like Maddie Love is. We're, we're the storytellers. Okay. Who's and, Maddie Love? Uh, she does one called A Minnesota Trans Atheist. Oh, yes. Yeah, you've told me about that. Yes. 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 But because we are the storytellers, we don't sort of have this preformed idea of what we should be saying. And we tried to put up a survey and we got like less than 5% of our listener base responded to the survey. Catch up, folks. And so I'm going to bump this again. If if you're listening and presumably you are, if you're hearing this... <laughs> <laughs> I um, want you to tell her things, really. I, I, I want you just, it's some quick and anonymous demographics about are you transgender, are you transitioning, and, you know, that's it. Yep. It's very simple. It's at poll.pollcode.com slash 15998381. And you don't need to remember that. It's on the show notes. And it's on our website, and it's in all of our social media a couple weeks back. Does it blink in neon? It does not blink in neon. This is not 1990s GeoCities websites. <laughs> <laughs> in honor of our fun survey to get your details, oh, fine, listener friends, to get an idea of who we're talking to and who this might be, you know, reaching out to, helping, benefiting, connecting with, we decided that we would do some of these surveys for ourselves. And it used to be the MySpace thing. And I don't know how many of our listeners are old enough to remember even MySpace. We're old, but, you know, and then it was Facebook. And there were always these things that went around like 20 questions. And some of them were completely boring. And some of them were completely body. And some of them were just utter nonsense, but they were a little bit fun usually. And more interesting was seeing who else would respond to them. And now they're going around Tumblr. Oh, okay. So, that you know, yeah. it, 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 it's the same old idea just on the new site. Mm -hmm. So I went and I hunted down a hundred random survey questions and we're going to pick some and ask each other. Okay. <laughs> and he's acting like he's never heard this before. No, I've, I've heard it before. I just... So the first yeah. one is, if you put your music player of choice, iTunes, Google Play, whatever, on shuffle, what are the first 10 songs that come up? Am I reading mine? Yes. And I had to 
look yours up beforehand because if we leave your computer on while we're recording, the vibrations go through the table to the microphone. And so we hand wrote these on a piece of notebook paper for you. Yes. And I, I noted that there was no, like, um, that the, the, there was actually a couple of the same. But anyhow, uh, so it, my shuffler came to Breakable by uh, Ingrid Michelson. Mm-hmm. Wasted Reprise by Pearl Jam. Go by Pearl Jam. Good Night, Bad Morning, The Kills. Time is All Around, Regina Spector. We almost saw her when we went to the boys' wedding last year. No, that was the year before. She was in Seattle when we went there. To, After the wedding? Yes. Okay. After our wedding. For our honeymoon, we yes. were. Yeah, okay. So we almost got to see her, but mm -hmm. we had spent all our money on getting married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Mm -hmm. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Angel Mine, Cowboy Junkies. Okay. Make You Feel My Love, Adele. I like that song. Yeah, that's a good song. I Call Your Name, Mamas and Papas. As I mentioned, that that is two people's fault that I have all these old school tunes on my... You would never have all that old school music, which is funny to me because I love classic rock. You do? I do. I could skip it. It was on my parents' radio in their station wagon all the time. You Continue. Know. What's the next one? Um, Runaway Instrumental, which was not instrumental, as my wife pointed out. The yeah, 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 yes. They, they, it says instrumental in the title of the song, but then the voices came in and I... It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no, you are correct. The, the last one was Hear Me by Imagine Dragons. Okay. There was no... You like Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I do. Good stuff. Yeah, I like them a lot. Yay. I didn't have any Paris Convo or Queen Latifah pop up in there. No. No. Would that have been a bad thing? No. No, it it's would not worth have, mentioning that you it, have it would them have as been well. what I skipped over the mamas and papas for though. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna hit shuffle on mine. I have mine linked to my phone because as a music teacher it's beneficial to have everything connected. So I went ahead and I invested in the iTunes match and I use it as a write off every year as a teacher that I can access all of my music everywhere. Yes. So I'm going to hit shuffle right now. This is live, recorded a week or two ago as you're listening. <laughs> and I'm going to skip over anything that is not actually listenable because I have a ton of curriculum material here. So let's see. First one is Esashi Oiwake, the Iyashi Pack Horseman song from Japan Ensemble Nipponia. Next one is Dear Rosemary Foo Fighters. The song On Broadway from the Broadway The American Musical soundtrack. A ton of curriculum materials. Rhymes of an Hour by Mazzy Starr. Clara's Interlude from Light in the Piazza. With Every Breath by Sixpence None the Richer and Jars of Clay. How many have I said now? I don't know. I was just wondering if you were counting. I wasn't. 
oh. Proud Mary by Tina Turner. And I think that's 10 right now. Uh, the Entract from Carmen by Georges Bizet. We'll call that 10. I'm we'll not sure it, it is. 10-ish. But... Yes. As you like to say. That's po- popular-ish. Yes, it's 10-ish. There we go. What timekeeping devices are in the room you are currently in? Clocks. There's clocks on the wall. There's a clock. There's a lot of clocks. Well, when we started with this question, there was a clock on the wall in the kitchen that looks like a percolator. There is a clock on the wall in the kitchen that looks like a percolator. I like old school coffee. I like clocks. You do like clocks. Mm-hmm. I know you like clocks. I like clocks too. There's a clock in our headboard shelf. There is a clock in our headboard shelf. There are clocks on our computers. There are clocks on our phones. Mm-hmm. There's a clock in the bathroom right next to us. Mm-hmm. Those are the timekeeping devices. Depends on how you call a timekeeping device. There's a timer on my humidifier. No. How many times have you moved house? I don't know if I can count that many times. <laughs> you can't. If I if, let's see, can I remember myself or yeah, in for my you. whole life? Like in your whole life. In my very very old, whole life. Yes. Well, let's see. I was born somewhere and then we moved. Mhm. And I believe we moved Again, twice, and then we moved again where my aunt lived in that building, but she didn't live there then. Okay. Did she? No. And then we moved to the apartments where my dad's family was, mm-hmm. and then we moved to a house, and as you and I were discussing earlier, that wasn't until I was 14. Okay. And then we moved. You lived in apartments up until that first house at 14. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, there were two houses there, and I moved out of the back one from my parents and into the front one with my aunt. Mm-hmm. Well, my Is this aunt's the aunt daughter, who? My, okay. My aunt's daughter. Okay. Because my aunt died, again, with the dead people. But anyhow. <laughs> um, and then I moved to California and then I moved back and I probably moved to Miami and moved back and I might have moved somewhere else and moved back for all I know. Um, and then you moved to our fair city. No, no. Then I moved to another apartment. I didn't like that apartment. 15. And I moved to apartment across from my mom's recently deceased husband. Uh-huh. And, and this is back in the Midwest again. Yeah, still in the Midwest. <laughs> and then I moved from there. I moved somewhere. Did I move? I did move to California again. You did move to California again. It didn't again. last long again. No, it didn't. No. It Understandably. Just a too bizarre for me each time, but... Uh, and I moved back. Uh-huh. How many times are we on now? Are you still counting? Uh, 17, 18. Okay. And after I moved back, I moved, like, at least five times because I didn't live anywhere. I did a bunch of, like, house-sitting-type gigs. Okay. And then I moved to my mom and her husband's house. 24. And, um, because I started college. Uh Uh-huh. And then I moved to Hawaii. 25. And did you move someplace there before you moved in with the house, the home, well, personal I, I care job? Well, I temporarily stayed at a hotel that came with my plane ticket. Okay. Which was 
a bucket ticket thing out of the back of the newspaper back okay. in the day. Gotcha. And then I I uh, moved from Hawaii to um, my my German friend's house who was living in San Francisco. Okay. And I stayed there, and then I moved to a job, mm-hmm. um, a live-in type job again, but I didn't stay there long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't going well. Was that and, still in the Bay? Yeah, so I think I probably went back to my friend's house, and then I got a place with my cousin and my cousin's then girlfriend. Right. And I lived there for a few years. Nice. Yeah. And then, That's like the longest you had lived any place <laughs> of your own accord. And, and then... That's kind of crazy. I moved out of there, and um, gosh... I think I I moved. Did I move in with my girlfriend? I might have done that. I know I lived with the girlfriend, and I also lived with the friend for a little while, and then uh-huh. the apartments were like really hard to find. Okay. I moved around again and did some house sitting. House sitting. Yeah, and then we got a house. A bunch of us, and I lived there for a couple of years because I was in graduate school, so I lived there the whole time. Mm-hmm. But then we had to move right away because they were selling the house. Mm. And then I lived at my ex-girlfriend's house that I had moved to California with the second time I moved to California. But I moved there with... But by that point, she was with somebody else, and she was just a friend, and you were staying there. No, she wasn't with anybody, but I was, and we both moved there. Yep. That's special. (laughs) That sounds like something I would do. We were hanging out with the lesbians. That's how they do it. It is. And uh, it was hard to find a place to live. Yeah. We both had to live in this really tiny room, and we weren't both supposed to be there. Wow. It was only supposed to be two people already in the apartment, which there were, and then there was four of us. Mm -hmm. So, And then I moved to this town. Okay. And that was, uh, I, I moved to an apartment here, and I lived there for some months until the lease was up because we subletted it from somebody who else was moving. It was by the university. Uh-huh. And we rented a house, and we lived there for like three years. Okay. Then we bought a house, and we lived there for three years. Mm-hmm. And we bought a different house. Was that the ginormous house? No, that was the first ginormous house. (laughs) (laughs) You guys have to understand, when I met him, he was living in a freaking huge, what, like 3,000 foot house? 3,001. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, The first house was was like 2,000 square feet, a little over. Then we moved to the second house because we sold that house. And the next house was a couple hundred feet bigger. And on a whole bunch of acres mm-hmm. and um, really far out of town. And so then we started having kids at our house. And so then we... You were fostering and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. So then we moved into town. Mm-hmm. And, but then we had two houses and that wasn't what we needed. And, and, and then the market get, crashed. The, and, and then the house wouldn't go away. The house wouldn't go. The extra house would not go <laughs> away. And, uh, and we had another house, you know... That we were living in, which was the one you're talking about, the 3,001 square foot house. And then you and I moved to a house. 
Yes, we moved to a house. Yes, and we stayed there for 16 months. Uh-huh. And then we moved to this house. We did. I don't even know. I hope somebody counted. <laughs> I'm going to say 30-ish. Now, here's the thing. 40-ish. I warned you. And that, that other house we lived in, we knew that was a temporary gig. We knew we were going to uh-huh. move after the 16 months. We didn't want to live that far out. Yes. But it was winter. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the ginormous house, the last ginormous house uh-huh. sold, it was the middle of winter. It was like President's Weekend. Yes, it was stupid. We moved in a blizzard. Yes. I, I, it's my specialty. If it's snowing, it's time to move. I love so. you. We didn't do that when we moved into here. Instead, no. what we did was we decided to get married like practically the same week we were moving. Yes. Yes. We so, did. It was fun. Well, choices. We could have a blizzard or we could do something really... Huge and not conducive to moving. Yes. Either way, <laughs> then we can move. Yes. The other, the other criteria is we will probably not be somewhere more than three years. Yes. Because. Because you just don't do that. A, now the landlord's going to sell this house next year, and that will be three years in this house. Thank you. Yes. And we have to <laughs> either kind move of amazing. or we'll have to buy the house. So I lived, I grew up in the same house. I don't know how many times I moved before I stayed in that house. I want to say four because we moved a couple places in the city I grew up in, and then we moved to Texas and back for about a year when I was two-ish. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I stayed in that house. My dad was renting that house from his parents, Mm -hmm. but it was in my grandmother's will that he would own the house when she she passed away. If he managed to not be one of the dead people that we know, (laughs) which he didn't. Actually, no, he he did. he, 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 He outlived her. Okay. So he did get the house, and that meant then that my stepmother had the house when he passed away. Mm -hmm. But I moved out of his house the first time when I was, I wouldn't call it moving out. I stayed with friends kind of on a permanent basis, sort of like you were just permanently house-sitting. I I, I moved out of my parents' house when I was... I was 14. 16. Yeah. 15 or 16. And um, I was sort of just staying with friends... And I still had a room at my house that I supposedly shared with my sister, but really I just shared a couple feet of closet space and I would go home occasionally to swap out what was clean. See, when I, when I left their house at 15, they didn't leave anything there for me. (laughs) Sorry. Something else went there. I don't know what it was. That is Mm. funny. No, there were four of us kids in a postage stamp house. I want to say the floor plan. I looked it up on Zillow because we were looking at houses a while back and I just out of curiosity looked up the house I grew up in and it was just shy of 800 square feet Mm -hmm. with two parents, four kids, and two dogs and two cats. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) No. That's why you moved up. That's why. Well, that and my parents, but that's another story. Mm Mm-hmm. So from 14 till about 17, I was floating with friends. I can't even count. And then I moved in with the person who would be my first husband. And we lived between the end of high school and working my way through college. We lived two places in that town I'd grown up in. And then three places in the town we went to college in. 
then we moved for my first job across the state, and then we moved for my second, and not my first job, but my first real job, my first salaried position in my chosen career. And then one more across the country, which brought me to this city where I got to meet you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my first marriage was a huge set of mistakes, but I think both of us have said before, you know, that with everything that went wrong, the fact that all of those choices brought us here to where we moved together two yes. and a half, three years ago. We'd been together nine months when we moved in and just over two years when we got married. So, mm -hmm. mm. all right, next question. Would you like to pick one? What is your preferred writing implement? My preferred writing implement is a Pilot Extra Fine Rolling Ball Pen, the V5. If you're not typing. If I'm not typing, yes, that is correct. I can type way faster than I write, but I prefer an extra, extra fine ballpoint pen if I have to handwrite. I and like a pencil, but I have to keep sharpening it, or I like that G2 pen. You like your G2 pen. I like the um, 0.5... Um, mechanical pencils because they're you don't have to keep sharpening them you just click them and they're still very fine tip I can't handle the point seven. I have to have the point five, whether it's a pen or a pencil because it breaks because it's too thick oh I like a thin line when oh, I write like the thin one yeah that's why I have to keep sharpening the pencil yeah I had a young person the other day tell me that they couldn't use a regular pencil because I kept pressing the eraser, trying to make it, <laughs> you know, the lead go through. Ah, uh, that's great. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're giving me the papers back now? You're expecting me to ask the next one? Yes. Um, what were you doing 10 years ago today? 10 years ago today. Well, that would be 2004. And, um... I have to like start deducing from what other facts I know about that. So 2004, um, I was in the first ginormous house. Okay. And I was at my current job probably about six months. Okay. At that point. So, and now it's, you know, 10 years later. So mm -hmm. it's almost 11 years at that job, which... As I mentioned to you earlier, I've been doing the same job for over 14 years now. This is a thing Wait, that my, Mentioning, you know, yeah. how many times you had moved and how, how infrequently you stayed still. What was it your mother had said your favorite toy growing up was a suitcase? Yes. And by growing up, she means until I started buying ginormous houses. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my family would be like, you're going to grow up and stay at the same job. Ha ha. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I am. Oh, great. And uh, I don't know what I was doing besides that. Probably. Um, Had you started fostering kids yet? No, we were trying to do that. It wasn't going well, though. We because part of it was the government employment thing getting yes. in the way and the queer thing getting in the way. It was and... Definitely. Yes. There were things getting in the way. 
Yes, but you were on your way towards fostering kids. Mm -hmm. Let's see, where was I in 2004? Spring of 2004, I was finishing up the end of my second senior year of college, undergrad, and I had just finished my first in-class experience as part of my teaching program. It's the first time that I had had credit for spending time in a classroom. Mm-hmm. And I had assistant directed Joseph in the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was raising number one child and trying to raise his father. And I think he had started kindergarten. Yes, he had started kindergarten, but they recognized that he was a little bit different and they put him in a developmental kindergarten, so he didn't get to go all day. He only went for the half day. Mm-hmm. And... He still tries to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. We've had to go get him from school so many times lately. I was working three jobs, I think, at the time. Two in the mall and one at the learning center on campus. Mm -hmm. I was tutoring. I was working at an engraving shop and I was working at a portrait studio. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, no. At that point, I think I had quit the two jobs at the mall and I was just managing the portrait studio. Okay. Working in like a Walmart or actually in the Midwest, it was Meyer. Okay. Yes. Myers, huh? Yes. You know Myers. Um, in 10 years, where do you expect to be? I will be retired. Hella freaking Louyah. Can you hear the smile? <laughs> oh, he's smiling sideburn to sideburn. Yes, I am. <laughs> and and there'll be one less child living in our house. There will be, and the other two will be pretty darn close. When you're 18, you have to get out, and you can't come back. Nope. Nope, nope. If you let them come back, they don't learn that independence and self-reliance. If you need to get your ass to a shelter, if you need to get your butt to find some assistance, if you need whatever you need, I will help you find it. But you ain't staying here. No, we don't want any kids here. See, so the, the backup plan is we get an RV and we just start driving. They can't find us. See, that works for you. You will be retired. In 10 years, I will still have 10 more years to go. Of supporting me. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) No, your retirement plan will still be bigger than my salary. Our state (laughs) retirement plan is 75% of our salary, and you make twice what I do. Yes, I'll be okay. Yes, you will. You can take the RV. And you won't let children in anyway, so it's all I good. won't. <laughs> I'll, I'll, by that point, I'll have plenty of time off and no reservations about hiring subs to cover when I want to come visit you. I think, <laughs> I think that there has been a trend in the last, I don't know how many years, of adult cho- children living back with their parents. There is. And, and I did that. You know, I went and lived with my mother and her husband for mm-hmm. a while. Um, I was helping them do stuff, and they were helping me, and they liked having me there, mm-hmm. which would be the thing that would be different of us having yes. our children at our house, because 
Yeah, they they won't want to be at our house. Uh uh-uh, uh, they no. won't. We're they just won't. Way too parental. We really are, and I don't think that'll ever change. We'll always have expectations. You know, mm-hmm. even when we have house guests, we don't have repeat house guests who are not pleasant to be around and helpful. We've had house guests, and the ones that come back are the nice ones. We've had some excellent house guests. We do have excellent house guests, but that's only because we have expectations and we know who's going to be a good house guest. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's always a good thing to know. We have kids here. We have to pay attention to that. Yes. You are in front of a large group of people with a microphone in your hand. Why? I have amnesia. I am at the university as a guest in one of my friend's classrooms doing something, like a presentation, or I'm intoxicated and I'm going to sing. And you've probably done both of these before. Probably. Yes. Yeah, I'm guessing the second one, but, you know, if I was intoxicated, I'd barely remember, so. But you do remember the first one? Yes. Okay. I have done the first one a couple times. Presented in a classroom. Yes. I remember doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> How about it? Yeah. I, I used to perform. I miss performing, I have to say. I really, really do. But that's one of those things that went on the back burner. I was seriously considering a performance degree before I got pregnant with number one child. Mm-hmm. And you can't take a child with you to Chicago, New York, Paris doesn't work. No. And sure as heck wasn't going to leave him home with his dad. No. And these are the hazards of cisgendered opposite uh, sex sexual encounters. Yeah. Big hazards. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. What was the last thing that made you genuinely angry? It's so easy now that I'm a parent. (laughs) It was our children, I'm certain. (laughs) They did something or they didn't do something. No. No, tonight it was they did something. Yeah. But overall, they were very good today. They were good today. They weren't being asses until they were tired and it was almost bedtime. And they just decided, hey, I forgot to be an ass. Let me quick do that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, how about you, dear? How about me? It was probably that dream the other night. Oh, yeah, you had that weird dream. (laughs) Where number two child was trying to kill me, but that didn't tick me off half so much as the... The guy who took your seat. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) The guy took my seat, and he was being like the macho, pretentious jerk man about it. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, we all know those kind of dudes. I'm entitled to everything because I'm a man. Yep. We know those. Ugh. Men. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. 
We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Does it blink in neon? It does not blink in neon. This is not 1990s GeoCities websites. (laughs) (laughs) Press here, press here. You know. I'll press here later. (laughs) 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 Ha 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 ha!